everybody, and welcome to another Friday episode with The Wife. In these episodes, my wife and I offer an entrepreneurial couple's perspective on living a life by design instead of defaults. Hopefully, we'll make you laugh as we navigate the ups and downs of working together, being entrepreneurs, and being parents. You may want to check out our private member community over on Patreon where you'll get additional unfiltered content like our Friday on the fly episodes and get ad-free access to all our podcasts and our monthly Zoom. If you want to check it out, head over to patreon.com forward slash Friday. That's F-R-I-D-A-T-E, no dashes, or click on the link in the show notes. All right, let's get into today's episode. Kimberly, Collagen Murgatroyd? Collagen Murgatroyd. That's what we're going with. Collagen Murgatroyd. What do, you, what do you got here? What is this thing? Collagen Elixir. Oh, you've been taking it. Don't act like you've never seen the damn bottle before. Well, I haven't taken it in a year. I know. Oh, is that what's is wrong? Is your skin better than mine? Is that mine? what's wrong with your face? Is your skin better than mine? Look at me. How do I look? I don't know. I mean, with all that work, who could tell? <laughs> You're either 23 or 123. We Just are, kidding. We're not here to talk about the work that I had done on my face. What we are here to talk about, by the way, it's just Botox. Um, what we are here to talk about is 72 degrees. So this is an interesting concept. The idea of things are not that bad. They're not that bad, you know? How are things? They're not, they're not bad. I have literally new coaching clients who pay me a lot of freaking money and I go through, you know, what they want to accomplish and they, they go through, this is not all coaching clients, but this is some of them. This is a segment. I would say maybe, I don't know, 30, 40% of the coaching clients I have fall into this category. They will say, uh, you know, my life is not that bad. And I say, oh, it's not. And they say, no, 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 no. Things are, things are, uh, things are good. You know, I've got, uh, I've got a great house. Uh, I love my husband. I love my wife. I got the car I want. Um, I'm finally at a place in my career where I'm, you know, I'm making money. So, you know, I, I mean, I'm grateful for everything I have. And so, there's a part of my brain that goes, oh, "Why the fuck you hire me?" <laughs> okay. <laughs> but then there's another part going, she, "She paid all this money. I got to give her something, right?" <laughs> So I'm joking. What that? No, you're not. What that? No, I'm. No, I'm, you're I'm, not. I'm, 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 I'm half joking. What, okay. what that really? What that really is saying when somebody falls into that category, when somebody reaches out to complete a coaching application and plops down a bunch of cash, there's something inside of them that says, "I want more. I want something else." But there's also something else, and it usually falls into a couple of categories. One category is I've gotten to where I am now because the universe has been good to me and I want to be grateful. So you look at everything you have and you're grateful for it. That's a good skill set to have. Another thing is you've set your life up. You've had enough contrast in your life where you were living in, you know, a ghetto apartment that you hated and you worked your ass off to get out of. And now you have a house with a backyard the way that you like it. And, you know, you're in a relationship that you really enjoy. And so those things you're like, well, what am I complaining about? Like I got a great house, got whatever. So if you deep inside are truly happy and don't want to grow anymore and don't want to either enhance the areas that you have or 
look into any other possibilities of things that you may want to take a bite out of different apples, then great. Then stay where you are. But my suspicion is that the 72 degrees is not serving you. I did an interview last week with a guy named Richie Norton. Go check him out. He's really, really good. He's kind of like, uh, when you when you look at him, you think surfer dude, right? Uh, he's got that surfer Hawaii. He lives in Hawaii. He's got that surfer thing. But the guy's a beast. I mean, he's got you know, a multi-million dollar company. He's got four kids. He's got a podcast. He's written uh, New York Times bestselling books. And he said something to me that really struck me. He said, what do people do when they become really, really good at something? And I said, mm, I don't know. He goes, they don't want to do that anymore. And I was like, oh, it made me think of being a chiropractor. I was like, I mean, I could do, like, I was a really good chiropractor. I could do it in my sleep, you know? Like, I didn't even want to talk about it to anybody. You know, if another chiropractor wanted to come and have me teach him, I was like, oh, God. Like, I was just done with it, right? But I was good at it. And when we, as human beings, we are always looking to grow. We're always looking to get better. And once we get stagnant, that's usually right around the 72 degrees where it's not that hot, it's not that cold. And when things are really, really hot, you wanna turn the air conditioning on because you're sweating, right? And when things are really, really cold, you wanna turn the heat on because you're freezing. But when there's 72 degrees, you're like, eh, I don't really need the air, I don't really need the heat, and I'm fine. So what I wanna talk about today is you looking at those areas of your life, and if you're honest, what are the areas that you would either rate on a scale of one to 10, a six or an eight, right? It's, you can't pick seven because that's 72 degrees. That's not that hot. But what's the one, if you're honest with yourself and you look at it and you go, you know, honestly, like I work out. I mean, I go to the gym three times a week and I, I kind of watch what I eat. But if you ask me, like in terms of my health, where am I? I'm probably like a six. I mean, I wake up foggy. I just don't have the energy that I used to have. I'm not drinking enough water. I mean, I'm not that bad, but if I had to pick, I'm a six. And I challenge you to look at those areas of your life to see the areas that you want to improve. Well, there's one word that you didn't say that describes all of this, and it's comfort, right? You're in that comfort zone. And that comfort zone is, it's 72 degrees, it's beautiful, the weather's good. It, it's a good enough area that you're completely comfortable in. And I think what happens is a couple of things too. Ego is there to protect you, right? Mm -hmm. That's a, a protection mechanism. There's also, you know, this is so interesting and I see it. When you are someone who's ambitious, and you want um, to hit goals, and you want to up-level your life, and you want to keep reaching for, you know, to keep climbing a higher mountain, you will have a peanut gallery that will form that will be saying something along the lines of, when is enough enough? Mm. When are you going to be happy with what you have? And so when you have someone- and that could be your mother. Not could, your mother, but anybody's mother. Okay, good clarification there. But it could be that that peanut gallery is somebody's social circle or their cousin or, or, their or, or their dad. And it's like, you know, 
everybody wants you to succeed when you're the underdog, but once you succeed, then they're like, well, when the hell are you going to be happy? And wanting to enhance your life is not a lack of happiness. First of all, your life is is happy. It's an inside job, right? We've all seen that meme, like happiness is an inside job. There's no amount of stuff you're going to purchase that is going to create happiness. It's just not going to happen. But continually going after the things that nudge you, the dream that nudges you, the goal that nudges you, continually going after those new and different, it requires more growth. And what happens when things aren't growing? They're dying. So if you're stuck at 70 degrees and you're someone saying, my life's not that bad. It's, it, you know, I got, the, I got all the things. And I, it, there's a chance you're settling and you're not wanting to admit it <clears throat> because the moment you admit this could be better, this is what I really work. want, well, then you can't, you, can't, you can't take that back. It's like the words come out and now you have to do something about it. All right, so here's the barometer to check in with the point that you just made. So I listened to a Rich Roll podcast and there was a, uh, the VP of uh, Peloton was on and she said something so fascinating. I always try and give people credit, but I, I always wind up giving them credit for like a year and then I forget where it came from and I just make it my own. So I don't want to do that with this one. But she said something, she said, uh, you know, I, I was jealous a lot. She was a lawyer and she was working in, in corporate law and she started getting jealous of her friends. And so Rich is like, well, what were you getting jealous about? She said, they were like off on the weekends and I was working and then it hit me. And I realized that when jealousy comes up or envy comes up, that it's not this deficit. It's something inside of your spirit, something inside of your body saying that, you want that particular thing in your life and that's why you're jealous. So recognize, not like get all caught up in the why am I envious of it because, you know, this guy's got a bigger house or this one's got a bigger whatever. But bigger whatever sounded weird. Um, but when the jealousy comes up, look at it. So I'll give you an example. So I had clothes just like you. <laughs> Right, you go in my closet. There's clothes. You open your drawer. The, the drawers. There's clothes. Sweatpants. Well, a lot of sweatpants, but they were very expensive sweatpants, right? <laughs> from from California. We but, like to call them joggers. If joggers. you change the name, then it becomes okay to wear them breakfast, lunch, and dinner. But moving to Italy, I look around and I see people that are dressed beautifully. Now, I could easily say do I really need to try and figure out how you match brown and blue together, right? Do I- Do I really need do, an do, ascot? Do, do I need an ascot? <laughs> do I need a custom suit? Do I need a custom shirt? Ooh, you hear that word need? Right. Do I? No. Are my clothes okay? Yeah, I got a couple of suits. Yeah, I mean, I guess if somebody dies or gets married or has a bar mitzvah, I can go. <laughs> okay, I guess so, you know? But then I walk outside again. And I see, uh, you know, somebody walking down the street, or I go to I go to lunch with my attorney, right? And he's just dressed beautifully. He's well, got this looks like a fashion off when you go to lunch with Michele, right? He's got like you know, it's not just a pocket square. It looks like you know, Cirque du Soleil folded it, and like you know, confetti is going to come out of it. Like it's it's perfectly done. But there's something inside of me, like something inside of me is going, I, I want that. Like I want that. But then I look and I go, 
do I want to spend $2,000 on having a custom suit made? Do I want to go through the hours of, you know, uh, uh, maybe an hour and a half of having somebody measure for a custom shirt and then waiting two months to get the shirt in? Is it that necessary? But then you leave and it's still in there. So what are the things that are inside of you that you go, this is good enough. And sometimes good enough is good enough. And sometimes good enough isn't good enough, but that envy, jealousy, that internal guidance system that will either have you feeling good or have you feeling bad is the thing to listen to and not your head saying, "Mm, uh, you know, my life's not that bad. Well, how do you feel when you see somebody using the clothes example? How do you feel when you see somebody that's dressed beautifully? Or how does it feel when you walk into a party and everybody took time to think about what they were going to wear and, you know, stepping into what the Italians call bella figura, which is a beautiful form. How do you how do you feel? I don't feel that good in my body. Well, what are you going to do about it? Are you just going to say it's good enough or are you going to change it? Now, this is where it gets tricky because there are many areas in my life that things are good enough. Like this microphone that I'm using right now, there are many better microphones. This is fine. I don't need to change this microphone. Somebody else, like I I interviewed um, a guy and I asked him, you know, what does he collect? He says microphones. He said, I literally have $100,000 in microphones. He can't stop, right? So it's not a thing for me. I don't care. Cars, when I see somebody, I have friends who have very crazy over-the-top cars, even some of them here in Italy. I don't own one. I don't care. Like, it's not even that it's good enough. I don't care about it. I think what happens, too, is people try to talk themselves into the fact that they don't want something because they really want it. And so, but they want it, but they don't believe that they can have it. So they talk themselves out of it. I'm going to use an example. Don't blow up my inbox when I use this example and, and justify why you say this, audience, don't do it. Because if you really take time to think about it, I'm probably correct. So I know what you're going to say. I know you do. And I'm going to say it because I'm a woman and I'm allowed to do this. So I was a personal trainer. And nine times out of 10, when I did an initial intake with somebody who was coming to lose weight... There was one phrase they all said. Well, I don't want to be a size two. They all said that, okay? Here's what you're really saying. I don't think I could ever, ever, ever be a size two, so I'm not aiming for that, okay? Take the size two out of it. They don't believe that they can get in that grade of shape. Therefore, they're willing to settle for whatever they can get. I just want for here. (laughs) Like, and they'd all point to their stomach, right? I just want for here. The reality is, if you could fit and get the dream body and cut it out of a magazine, regardless of the size, the way it looks, you most likely don't believe you can get there. And, And what they're using is the size too. So my point in saying this is that is a really good example of often where women go or men will be like, I don't need a six pack. They just want, I I, I just, I don't need a six pack because they don't believe they can get there. And whether or not you can or you can't, or whether or not you want to do the work that's involved, 
in getting the six pack or getting to the size two. That doesn't matter. It's it's the putting that out there. Well, I don't want X. So be mindful. Do that initial, like, look, we talked about growth mindset in another Friday date. This is part of growth mindset. You need to know where you're weak and you need to know where you're strong. And if you can look and say, okay, I'm going to evaluate myself right now. And I keep saying, I don't want to be a size two. I keep saying, I don't need that much money. Who needs that much money? If you judge, if you scroll the gram and you judge this one for something or that one for something and and why does this person need to do this or why does that person do that? Chances are there is some part of you that wants whatever you're judging. All right. So now I want to take this thing home and then we'll wrap. If you see a friend who lost a bunch of weight and you haven't seen him for a while, and I'll use a girl one and the boy one, you see the girl and she's now a size two. Is there something inside of you that feels a little ping of jealousy, envy, and why not me? If you do, then you're probably not being honest with yourself. I know that when I see a 60-year-old dad who has a six-pack and is clearly fitter than me, it bothers me. Is fitter a word? Fitterer. Fitterer. Fitterist. Fitter, <laughs> fitter, Roger Federer. Um, when I see that, it bothers me. But when I have a friend, my friend Alberto has a brand new uh, Porsche, right? He lives right here in, in uh, Tuscany. Beautiful villa, beautiful home. And he's got a brand new like family, the, the Cayenne, right? The four-door one. And I see it and I go, I now am at a place in my life where I look at it and go, that is beautiful. I don't want it. It's beautiful. I have no desire to wash it. (laughs) I have no desire to park it. I don't want to pay the luxury tax on it. I actually don't even want to get in it because I think it's going to hurt my back. Okay. (laughs) I literally have nothing for me. So for me- But but it used to not be that way. But it used to not be that way. But when you used to see someone else's car or whatever, you'd be like, why why are they going to get that car? It bothered me. So now I've trained myself to look and go, okay, like, let's get, like, let's just go, like, how does, like, I'm really working on this in my life right now. I'm using my internal guidance system to go, how do I feel about this? And if, if I'm feeling heavy and it just doesn't feel good, I go away from it. When something feels attractive or if I see something and I feel a little bit like, oh, that would be really cool if I had that. Then I look and say, well, how do I, how do I put that into my life? As opposed to just saying, eh, my life is good enough. So as with most things in life, there's not an exact science here. This is a dance that you have to, there's there's no DNA that you have to be a size two, have a six pack, have a car, have a, you know certain fashion. There's no DNA. It's an, a, a feeling. It's something inside of you that, you that pulls you, makes you jealous, or is neutral. And if it's neutral, it probably is good enough. But if it's not, and doing the work to not ignore those things that pop up, but to lean into those things when they do pop up, I think is the work. We done here? We're done here. Have a great week, everybody. We'll see you next week. Bye-bye.